<laughs> we were talking before about like noise being made and I was actually annoying myself last week because I very much was spinning in my chair the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> A new technique where you don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to sew this time so I have something mm. to do. Hopefully it's quiet enough that I don't have to take out a load of sound, but we'll see. I guess I do get to be holding the book and holding mm. my layman's pen, which is still the mm. giant clear plastic one with a big green hand on it, which I do wave <laughs> around as I'm talking and then like I can <laughs> pick at it, look at it, high five myself with it. I don't like real humans to high five me, but I don't mind this hand. <laughs> yeah, that's sometimes I can hear when you're um, gesturing with it, not because of the pen, but just because of the way that you're talking. <laughs> that I, I have to gesture. Yeah. I must explain to you with the air. <laughs> it's like you've got a laser pointer in your life. Yep. <laughs> Welcome to Brand Brackades, a lame podcast. My name is Nemo Martin. I use they them pronouns. I am your host. And just before we started, I, my friend has been watching these like this YouTube channel that's like sumo wrestlers and it's like their day and then they eat like the most vast amounts of food that I've ever seen. And I was like, you know, I kind of expected that they eat a lot, but like for lunch, they had like two huge things of rice, a whole fried chicken each, a hamburger, an egg, a huge bowl of like miso soup with like pork in it and also uh a fried uh, instead of tonkatsu which is pork they had a beef katsu so imagine like a steak that's breaded and fried mm. and i was like for one lunch oh my god <laughs> it made me so hungry and then i had a sad bowl of rice that was like the <laughs> leftovers <that I> had. <laughs> they gotta uh, keep their gains to stay in the right weight class isn't it yeah it is like but i i was like i i kind of theoretically knew that they would have to eat a lot of food but a whole chicken each i was like okay yeah a whole chicken each plus rice but it wasn't just a whole it, they, they had like the whole farmyard <laughs> <laughs> oh it was so good yeah it was pretty good but also i was like the way that this is filmed it's a hundred percent kink content like, oh the feet of kink it was so in their mouths and it was so like <laughs> making weird eye contact with them and stuff i was like <laughs> oh poor children like they're not children they're like in their early 20s but like oh it's so close and it's so <laughs> awkward but i guess for some people that's just that that's what does it for them so yeah <laughs> yeah i guess i feel like i'm making this content any way of me eating i might as well appeal to many markets yeah i mean it's so it's like the whole like um sumo stable um which is like it's like a school apparently mm -hmm. they call them stables um <laughs> so it's like 10 10 lads and you get a sense of all of their different characters and i, I can imagine like if you're you could get really into it and be oh like, yeah be behind one of the wrestlers and like they they were saying that like none of them you know the school doesn't pay for meat it's all just gifts that are given to them oh. and all of that kind of stuff. And I'm like, oh yeah, you can really tell that like somebody out there is like sending them like Wagyu steak mm. every single day and being like, now smile for boy. the camera as you eat. <laughs> anyway, that's the weird like internet niche that I got mm. into today. <laughs> we got so into world's strongest man. It could that's be us sending that the meat. Yeah, yeah. Choose a boy for us to follow while you're in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Uh, this is Stevie, she, they pronouns, uh, primary researcher. Yeah, I feel like we should just get really on board this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you're already laying down the groundwork. You're doing yeah. the research. Yeah. We can make it about Lemurs if we need to. Well, 100% I was already like, well, last time <laughs> we had world's greatest strongman, Valjean. So let's he doesn't know how to feed himself, though. <laughs> well, yeah, he this needs time these other boys <laughs> to teach him. <laughs> We need to make it like the Leami as wrestling, like sumo boys, and it's like mm, uh, Mabuf's uh, stable mm. for all of his strapping lads, and it's probably Grantaire's idea that he's like, oh my god, I've got the best money making idea. We just put it on YouTube, and the sick fucks over there will just send us so much meat. <laughs> 
I could see, because I was like, well, I don't see any of those boys. It's like, actually, no, you're right. It's uh, Grantaire, Bacharel, and Busway. They'll, yeah. they'll yeah. be a part of it. Yeah. And, and also, I was seeing, like, on the on their website, you have to be a maximum of 23 years old to enter the stable. And they're particularly looking for, like, junior high school students or high school students to join. Like, you know, that kind of, we will train you from mm. youth kind of thing. So I do think it's like one of those things where you need the different kind of people in the operation as well. You need the like the support group as well. So like yeah. the the kind of like the cooks. Yeah, the cooks. The, the, the like, person who does their hair. Mm-hmm. Because then you have to wear like like a certain type of top knot. Yes. Yeah. I this is just like this. my Maiko show, Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then you have the like um, people who like just help with cleaning, but also mm-hmm. the people who help doing all of the like rules stuff and like just organizing and like their managers and stuff. Like you need the amount of a me that there are in order to you run. You need some twinks uh, running stable. around. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You need the people uh-huh. running the support club. You need yeah. the people making the videos. Like, yeah. Mm, okay. I can't make. Can I? No. Could I? No, I can't make sumo about this first chapter. Except for Jean Valjean is here, and like... He's big. <laughs> okay, it's too early in the episode for us to be doing this anymore. <laughs> but <laughs> for us to be going off on our fanfic dream slash the show that slash the comic we make. Uh-huh. But like, so the boys are doing this as a like... Yeah, as you say, it starts with Grantaire, and he's like, we've got no money. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got no meat, and I'm so fucking hungry. We're all of the we're all these students with nothing. Yeah. So that's why he's like, oh, we'll do this, and they'll send us meat, and we'll get money. Maybe we'll even get monetized at some point. Like we mm. can do ads for something. I don't know. But like they don't initially intend to actually be any good at any of the sumo <laughs> stuff or to do any of that seriously. Yeah. But they still have to do some competitions to like drum up enough like support and recognition for yeah. people to want to watch their channel as well. Yeah. So they're like not taking it super seriously in that respect, but like I don't know, maybe they get the occasional win just from like being three rowdy boys. Mm. That being Grantaire, who actually has some fighting experience yeah he's a boxer yeah that's a trans we can either make that he actually has done some of this before or mm. he's like i can totally transfer those skills uh Bosway and Faharal. but then one day jean valjean does rock up to join <laughs> the crew maybe because he's like ah oh, cosette is out the house more with a boyfriend. I don't know who he is yet, but, like, I guess instead of setting myself to death, I should, like, get out there and join some local, like, community groups or something, and maybe yeah. he actually knew, know, knew or knows how to do this. Yeah. And they're like, oh, shit, this guy's, like, le- legit, and he thinks we're legit. Are we going to have to, <laughs> like, actually do this properly so we don't let down the- this man? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think the most, like, um, you know, plot twisty kind of thing is that Grantaire used to be one of those people who was, like, about to go for the championships, right? Like, he, he really cared about sumo, but then something broke in him, like, whether that's physically or mentally, probably mentally. Mm, he had, at like, least a emotionally. Yeah, definitely emotionally. And um, he, like, had to stop sumo for a bit, but also was, like, you know, didn't want to be one of those people who's, like, a disappointment. But, like, everyone mm. had already moved on from him. They were like, oh, he's broken, like, blah, blah, blah. He got used. And and so he adopted that, like, oh, I don't actually care about sumo. But, like, you know, once you do sumo, you have a very specific body type. So he's just like, oh, I'll do boxing, wrestling, blah, blah, blah. But nothing is quite sumo. And then uh, he meets, like, Bahara and Boswe. And maybe they've also been interested in it and, like... But one of them is a bit more like, ah, yeah, that's so funny. Let's do this. And one of the other ones is a bit more like, no, I'm serious. I want to do this. And is like slightly annoyed by Grantaire and the other one being like, uh, <laughs> it's just for the meat. Yeah, yeah. And then, the, as you say, the Valjean shows up and, and they do the like, oh, like Grantaire sees Valjean and is like, oh, shit, you are the legend who like. You were the person that got me into... Because it's got to be, right? You're yeah, the person yeah, who yeah. got me into doing sumo. 
Like, I, I wouldn't have even recognised you. Like, it was, like, 20 years ago. Like, I was your biggest fan when I was a kid, blah, blah, blah. And Valjean also feels some life in him when he's like, oh, I can't really do it anymore, but at least I can train you in your technique. And, like, oh, I did actually follow some of your games, Guantara. I was one of your fans. And, like, it's quite... I don't think he would say to Guantara's face, like, it's kind of sad that you're washed up. But something <laughs> along those lines that is, like, quite, like... It's sad to see you eaten up and spat out yeah. by the spot. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, you don't love it anymore. That is really sad to hear because, like, I kind of hoped that, you know, I would find someone else like me who was, who, who was beaten up by the sport and, like, I thought we were a kindred spirit, but if you're not taking it seriously, then I guess there's nothing I can do for you. <laughs> <laughs> End of that episode of the anime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess we don't need to record anything else in this episode either. Mm. It's just going to be about the sumo. Oh, I meant I didn't mean and stop talking about it. I meant like <laughs> that's the dramatic cliffhanger, oh, yeah, and then yeah, at the yeah. start of the next episode, it does the like the last time the like. So I guess I should just leave them because <laughs> there's nothing I can do for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then because now it's an anime. The way the anime characters' shoulders quiver, <laughs> before, and you know they're gonna start crying those ghibli tears. Yeah, and then like because Grantaire can't be honest at this part, um, Baharel like sees him and is like, "Oh, I- I've got to do something about this." And it's like, "No, no, please, like I'm really serious about this." Like Grantaire, like Grantaire walks out because he's just like, "Whatever, I don't even care anymore." Um, Bahoro's like, please, like, we are serious about this. Grantaire may not look it, but, like, he takes this more seriously than anyone. And I'm trying to, like, now work in how the, like, Andras stuff has to come in, because obviously <laughs> that has to come in as well. But it, they will come in, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he won't be interested in Grantaire until Grantaire's had his emotional character arc and, like, yeah. lets himself feel serious about something. For Enjolus to be like, I just couldn't, how was I meant to take you seriously if you couldn't even take yourself seriously? <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe he was his manager for, for that time. Or like, he was the assistant manager who was like, uh, in charge of Gonter while they were in training together. Like, I think that they also train like the managers to be like part of it. So Andras and Gonter have like grown up together in that kind of like stables kind of thing. And and Andras knows Gonter better than anyone, and also followed him out of the business when Gonter left, only because he was like, "Well, you're gonna start again, right?" So like, has been making all of these like training regimens and like has been doing all of these like fitness things, and has basically been scheduling Gonter's life for the last like two years or whatever it's been. But Gronter hasn't been showing up to any of it. So now Andras is also like, so why did I leave the like prestigious stable that we came from in order to just like watch you waste away all of your talent? Um, and so Andras hasn't been showing up to the st- to their like mm, new stable. Their new whatever like, this is. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're not taking it seriously. I'm not coming back. <gasps> Grantaire enters into a competition after Jean Valjean has, like, started managing them. And then Andras is, like, there, right? Because he goes to all of the competitions to, like, stake out all of the new things. And he sees that Grantaire is competing and, like, in the locker room, like, does the, like, bang up against the locker and is like, (laughs) you started without me? How fucking dare you? (laughs) What does our relationship even mean to you? It was a BL anime the whole time. <laughs> you can't, you can't make it a sports anime and then not have the mm. BL coming oh, into yeah. it. Come okay, on yeah, okay, yeah. It's a, so we are marketing it as a sports anime, which always has a lot yeah. of homoeroticism, not a BL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because yeah, the yeah, yeah. the the bond between these competing sportsmen is more important than the side <laughs> couples. And that just yes, makes people yeah. more rabid for the side romances if it's <laughs> exactly. not centre stage. Uh-huh. Okay, excellent. <laughs> I guess speaking of Jean Valjean needing to do something with himself now that <laughs> something's going on with Cosette. Uh-huh. So, while Cosette and Toussaint are asleep, mm. chapter title, Jean Valjean, who, as we know, has got the letter from Gavroche mm. that's meant to go to Cosette, he's going up the stairs like an owl with its prey in its clutches. <laughs> he has been likened to an owl a lot, actually. He has. Which I know there was the chapter title that was like an owl and a... Lark. And a lark. 
But I'm like, oh, you really kept it up, Hugo. <laughs> Good job. You remember this one thing about your character. Mm. So he's got the letter clutched in his talons and he's making sure that Cosette and Toussaint are asleep. And he's fumbling with matches so badly, he uses up three or four before he manages <laughs> to get light. And we know how tight he is. Mm. That he, like Reading that, I was like, oh my god, he wasted three matches? <laughs> I know he's in a state. <laughs> <laughs> but he finally gets a candle lit and folds a piece of paper and reads... In the throes of violent emotion, you do not read, you wrestle. <laughs> oh, wrestle, you Wrestling. say. <laughs> it was speaking of. <laughs> uh, you grip it as if it were your victim and handle it roughly. You dig it uh-huh. with your fingernails <laughs> with Whoa. anger or joy, or, which is also a, like, ah, like every fic I've read today. <laughs> You race through to the end, you jump back to the beginning, which is also how I read. (laughs) Your attention is feverish. So his eyes are just like, what he really takes in, the only important thing is, I am to die. When you read this, my soul will be close by. Mm. And this makes him feel so dazed in a kind of drunken bewilderment. He had this brilliant vision before his eyes the death of a hated individual (laughs) (laughs) mini tangent i Mm -hmm. uh just went to go and see well not just but like last week went to see the re-released 2012 film i genuinely don't cannot tell what they changed about it like uh everything seemed exactly the same to me but the one thing that was good about it was that it's the first time since i first watched it in 2012 that i saw it on a big screen right and it does Mm. like you know when they're like, you know, films are made to be watched on a cinema screen? I was like, I'm really glad I got the opportunity to watch it again now that I care about Les Mis. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is where it all started. I've come back after doing mm-hmm. a PhD about it. Wow, like, it, it changes everything to watch it on a big screen. It still really fucking pisses me off <laughs> when uh, Valjean is on the barricade and he sings the 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 song and he's like he's like the son I might have known if God had granted me a son and it's like no he would, no <laughs> that was the thing that pissed pissed me off this time I was like because we're in it now we're in that bit yeah, and it's like we're in. he absolutely does not think that God has granted him Marius. <laughs> Yeah, like, I know he's going to do a heel turn and begrudgingly be like, well, if you are what make Cosette happy, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, he's definitely not like, operative word, begrudging. thank God. (laughs) I am blessed. All I've ever wanted. (laughs) He said with his dead eyes. Yeah, clutching the the paper so hard it like spontaneously combusts. (laughs) Yeah, like, I know he's gonna heel turn. Yeah. So, like, this is all fine, and this is all part of Jean Valjean's, like, well, we'll get to it. But this paragraph, I was just, like, living. (laughs) He's like, he uttered a dreadful cry of inward joy. So, it was all over. (laughs) The solution had come sooner than anyone might have dared hope. (laughs) The individual who was such an unwelcome intrusion in his life was going to vanish. (laughs) (laughs) Willingly, without Jean Valjean having to do anything about it. (laughs) He might have had to kill a boy. (laughs) (laughs) He's genuinely plotting murder. (laughs) It really feels like that. (laughs) Without him having to take the blame for it. That man was going to die. He might even be dead already. (laughs) Uh, His feverishness made some calculation. No, he's not dead yet. I'd feel it. (laughs) (laughs) No, he knows because he's like, I guess they have, this happens so often in France. Everyone just knows how it works. Mm. That he's like, oh no, clearly this is meant for the morning. And we heard, I heard those two shots earlier. Between mm. 11 o'clock and midnight. So there'll be nothing more until daybreak. So I was like, I, I guess... I had to be like, I guess we are in the olden times. <laughs> and we don't have, like... There's not a lot of light. Like, there's mm. not much artificial light. So 
maybe the National Guardsmen don't want to accidentally shoot their own guys in the dark. But I was just mm. like, wow, we're really letting them have a night? Yeah. Well, you know, as Javert would say, they're intending to starve you out. and uh, They want them to just give up. Yeah. Okay. I was just like, wow, everyone sure knows exactly what the Guardsmen are thinking. Well, I don't know. Yeah, that's also... <laughs> maybe they have become predictable in the... Mm. Yeah, methods. All this to say, to it makes no difference. <laughs> From the moment that man in covers, that man <laughs> became involved in this war, he was doomed. He yeah. caught up in the works. Jean Valjean felt liberated. <laughs> he was going to be left alone with Cosette. The rivalry was over. We don't love that, but no. listen to the last episode to unpack why. <laughs> The future's beginning again. He only has to keep the note in his pocket so Cosette never has to know. Mm. Just let things take their course. That man can't escape. If he's not already dead, he's going to die for sure. What luck. <laughs> uh, uh, Valjean being like, oh, it's so good that he sticks to his convictions that he's always had. Good job, Marius, on being someone who has uh, politics that are unshakable and don't change on a whim. <laughs> Let us enjoy this moment of Jean Valjean really reveling in it all. Yeah. She will be missed. She was with <laughs> us for a short time. Not a long time, but a really good time. Yeah. We can really imagine her, uh, Jean Valjean, as being like the the catty mother-in-law who oh, yeah. is just like so thrilled that the, the ex-girlfriend didn't work out. Full evil queen mode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but having said all this to himself, his mood darkens and he's like, <sighs> half an hour later, he's gone out dressed in his National Guard uniform and armed. And I was like, oh, his morals. <laughs> he's got a loaded rifle and a cartridge pouch filled with cartridges. He's heading off to that barricade. Mm. To finish the boy himself, perhaps? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who knows? It could happen. Can't trust the government to assassinate anyone these days. <laughs> yeah, he's like, hmm, nah, they're not going till daybreak. Not soon enough. <laughs> <laughs> I need it done. I need to, I can't sleep unless I know it's happened. <laughs> oh, goodbye for now. Probably goodbye forever, this version of Jean Valjean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The last slivers of joy. Ego death? Is that what this is? Mmm. Mmm. Yeah. Wow. And that also, because he's he was next on my how the order of people I thought were to die. Every time Gavrush... Oh. No, no, Jean Valjean. <laughs> Every time Gavrush's name shows up, I'm like, not, no, no, not, not no. today. I'm not ready. <laughs> Especially, so this one, Gavrush overzealous. So I was like, nah. <laughs> so, in the meantime, well, Jean Valjean, ugh, how, how was this in the, how was this in the musical slash play again? When he's like, does he have a moment of, he's gonna fucking die before he's like no. I must to the barricade he he has a moment of like uh so in the in the film he's like oh the day has come at last that this young man has come to, to tear my heart away or something like that um and he like scrumples the paper but then he's like ah oh, fine I'll do something about it mm, in the guess- stage play how is it uh Oh yeah, because Eponine d- delivers it. Yeah, that's what I remember. How I remembered it. Being. Yeah, she she delivers it in her male man disguise, and yeah. she's like, "Um, there's fighting in the street tonight. Be careful, don't die." And she's like, "You mm. got it, boss." Um, <laughs> and he reads the letter, and then it's like, "Yeah, similar kind of thing." Oh, this is happening to me, alas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess like. When you've got to boil it down and you want to show them all as, like, good <laughs> characters. Yeah. These are the things you cut. But the, like, the monologue yeah. of, like, he could be 
that fucking same mirror that's already done him once that was reflecting the note he could be like turning to the mirror to say all of the like (laughs) (laughs) he'll fucking die (laughs) and that in the unsubtle but we're doing a fucking stage play way to represent that side of him and then turning away from it when he's like no I've got to be good yeah the conversations with himself kind of thing yeah yeah I just want to see him being like (laughs) (laughs) to be the evil villain. Yeah, and then deflate and be like, no. Actually, no, if this was a stage play, it would be more unsettled, perhaps, and the, like, shambling on stage would come himself in his um, convict uniform. (laughs) And then also to be like, he's dead, ha 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 ha, shamble off, and then the version of him that was like, that other guy can take the fall for me. Haha. Yeah. Thank God. I don't have to go to jail again. Teehee. And then, as is always, what we're left with is the actual Jean Valjean, mm. who's like, well, the Jean Valjean he strives to be, that's like, no, <laughs> I'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That the, the, like, his kind of. Oh, and the bishop comes out as well. Uh huh. Um. If, if, if he doesn't fully come on stage, he's at least like. Is in the rafters. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> like his sting, up. his uh, musical sting. Mm, yeah. Where's our fucking version? God damn it. <laughs> Where's our money? There's just so many good moments. Like, Victor Hugo, there's just some moments <laughs> that you're like, wow, I, this would, I would get a lot out of seeing a person perform this. <laughs> but to Gavroche, so everyone be biting their nails off every time he shows mm. up, please. In the meantime, Gavroche is having an adventure. Oh yeah. Having conscientiously stoned the street lanterns. <laughs> he's also been running about down these streets that not a mouse was staring on. And he's like, this is a good moment for me to start singing at the top of my voice. Yeah. So his pace actually quickens. Like he's not slowed down by song. He's really fully going for it. <laughs> past all these houses where people are sleeping or terrorized yeah <laughs> indoors and he sings this this song that's mostly about like women mm. like getting with getting with various women i would say <laughs> okay i think that's what this is about brazen hussies have a way with them to the charm that worked its poison on me <laughs> where faith maids go Loving its tiffs, I love this girl and this one, igniting my desire for this one. Mm. That that was my read of this poem. Yeah, I mean, it sounds about, like, right, it sounds like something that Hugo would sing. Mm. Um, so, yeah. In front of her mirror, Janine dresses, I lost my heart one fine day, to Janine, I think. Mm. <laughs> it's giving me the, what's that song? Oh my god, what's it called? A little bit of Monaco oh, in my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly that. A little yeah. bit of Tina's all I need. Yeah. <laughs> That's 100% what he would be singing if he was in the 21st century. What's that song called? I have no idea, but I know Because you immediately you... know, but does everyone? Yeah. Um, A little bit of you makes me your man. Oh, it's Mambo number five. Ah, Okay. <laughs> I'd rather read the lyrics to that out and we pretend that's what Gavrush is saying. Yeah. Mambo number five by... Okay, well, go listen to that, everyone. Be thrown everyone back knows into... Mambo number five, surely. I don't know if we've got anyone who isn't old like us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all had that at school discos, whether we should have or not. Yeah. A song about flirting with different women and using the word Monica as a slang term for heroin. Ah. Yeah, I feel like this is exactly what this is. The song <laughs> that Gavroche has picked up. And he's accompanying his singing with a great deal of pantomime, which he's really good at. His face produces grimaces more convulsive and more fantastic than the mouthings of a hole and a sheet in a high wind. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Stevie, there's a Bob the Builder version. Sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> I bet that was played at our school discos as well. I am like almost 100% sure that the Bob the Builder version is the version that I heard first. Oh, what was wrong with the school discos in Leicester? There were so many horny songs when we were teens, when we were not teens, when we were like six. 
going to school this goes. Mm. We can't tangent again. Um, it charted. <laughs> the, the, the builder one? <laughs> yeah. It debuted at number one on the UK singles chart. <laughs> it says so much about the UK. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely not the ver- Like, Gavrash would sing the adult version. Mm, yeah, no. He's, he's singing the heroine version. He's not mm. singing the Bob the Builder version. <laughs> Unfortunately... He's alone while he's singing Mambo Number no. 5. Uh-huh. So no one can see how theatrical and great he is. Aww. There are such lost gems. Oh, yeah, there are. He stopped dead and I was like... <laughs> <laughs> it's because his cat-like eyes had just discerned mm. what in painting is called a composition study. Uh-huh. In this case, featuring a human figure and an object. The object, a handcart. The human figure, an overnaught, asleep in it. Overnaught. Do it, does he explain what an overnaught is? No, I was waiting for the tap of your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how is it spelled? A U V E. Wait, sorry. I said mm-hmm as if I was. Oh. <laughs> that's how I spelled it, and it wasn't. A U V E R Gannett. Uh, a northern dialect of Occitan spoken in central and southern France, in particular in the former administered region of Auvergne. Okay. It is considered to be severely endangered. Yeah, so it's like a a group of people, Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. So it's a guy asleep on a handcart. Mm. And with his experience of the things of this world, Gavroche recognises a suck. Hmm. The same, this was some local street porter who drank too much and was sleeping too soundly. Mm. And he's like, mm-hmm, we can take that cart for the Republic. <laughs> Leave the overnaught to the monarchy. Because mm. he's like, that cart's going to just be such a good addition for our barricade. Mm. So he carefully tips the man out onto the ground. Mm. And he stays asleep through it, so I guess no harm done. Yeah. Gets the cart free, but before he runs off, as a as a young man who is always fully equipped, he fumbles in his pockets and takes out a scrap of paper and a stub of red pencil that he's stolen from some carpenter and writes, French Republic, in receipt for your cart. Aww. Signed, Gavrash. <laughs> That's so cute. And then he puts that in the pocket of the sleeping man. Mm. And then tears down the street with the wheelbarrow. <laughs> Making a triumphant racket. Mm. This was dangerous, but whole clenches again. <laughs> there was a guard post at the Royal Printing Works, and Gavroche didn't think of this. Mm. So, from these soldiers' POV, they've heard some smashing and some lights going out. Mm-hmm. Then, like, a lot of loud singing. Mm. And then... This huge racket of wheels coming down the street. Someone screaming, ladies and gentlemen, this is number number five. (laughs) So the sergeant is listening and waiting because he's like, oh my God, what the fuck is coming? Yeah. And from all of the wreck, like this is one small boy. Mm. But the sergeant's like, there's a whole gang of them out there. (laughs) Let's be careful, lads. (laughs) I think Gavrush could have he could have won the whole thing. I think he could have. He was prevented from winning. <laughs> because who who even knows what France could have become? Like he he could have done it like single handedly, clearly. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so Gavroche is like rushing down the street with his handcart. Mm. Suddenly finds himself face to face with a uniform, a plumed shako and gun. Mm. For the second time he stops dead. <laughs> well, look who's here, he said. Hello, Law and Order. <laughs> <laughs> I like I love him and his sass, mm. but I fear his death so much that I'm like, no, Gavroche, it's not the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got to go down um, calling the pigs pigs, right? Mm. Go out the way he lived, I guess. Yeah. So the sergeant's like, "What are you? What are you? Where are you going?" He's like, "Citizen, I haven't called you bourgeois yet. Why are you insulting me? <laughs> where are you going, troublemaker?" Gavroche like. Uh, you may have had a sense of humour yesterday, but you've got not got one this morning. <laughs> but where are you going, Vandal? That's a nice way to talk. Honest, no one would guess you're as old as you are. 
<laughs> your mother raised you to speak with that mouth, huh? You ought to sell every hair in your head for a hundred francs apiece. That would bring you five hundred francs. <laughs> he like he was right here when we needed comedic tenadies. Where are you going? Where are you going? Where are you going, scoundrel? What nasty words. You need to wash your mouth out. <laughs> the sergeant fucking levels his bayonet at him, though. Yeah. I know we don't care about kids in the same way here, but, like, mm. back in these times, but I was still like, whoa. Yeah, pretty intense. For the last time, will you tell me where you're going, wretch? General, I'm going to fetch a doctor for my wife who's in labour. <laughs> And the fucking sergeant can't, knows that he can't take this boy on on his own. Yeah. <laughs> Calls out to arms. So he's oh like, I need backup on this one. The most dangerous criminal in the speech of France. That is actually true. Like, this whole thing would fall apart without him. So mm. maybe he's the only man who <laughs> understands <laughs> what he's, he's up got the, like, insane, um, always sunny uh, murder board on his thing <laughs> and he's like it's Gavroche he is the ringleader and everyone's like ha 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 he's just a little scab ha 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 and he's like I'm not joking with you it's Gavroche we take him out we take out the whole of this revolution and everyone's like aww but he's such a little scab <laughs> even Javert won't listen to his rantings <laughs> and ravings the fool <laughs> the sergeant well I guess because he can if it was the anime, see this mad aura coming off of of Gavrosh of like, uh, oh, his power levels are too high. Fully ready to blast Gavrosh and the cart, but Gavrosh has assessed the whole situation at a glance. <laughs> <laughs> the handcart got him into trouble and it's going to get him out of it again. Mm. He turns it into a projectile, launches it with all the gammon's might. Mm. thundering at the sergeant right into his stomach. Yeah. Kill him. <laughs> Top- topples backwards into the gutter and his gun goes off into the air. Yeah. And I guess because it's dark out and no one knows what's going on, this shot leads to just like random firing. Like all oh those men God. are just like, oh God, we're under attack, I guess. Wow, shoot every which way. That'll go great. Yeah. I'm sure nothing bad will happen just shooting randomly in the dark. This shooting blindfold, as it were, went on for a quarter of an hour. Oh my god! (laughs) So they fully are like, oh my god, legions are coming up against us. Yeah, and they're just shooting at dust. Meanwhile, Gavroche, who had gone tearing back the way he'd come, stopped five or six streets away to, like, pant. Mm. And then is like, "Mm mm-hmm. The gunfire's still going. So, I guess I can't go back that way. Mm. I'm going to have to take a roundabout route. Just hope I get to the barricade in time, because I rightfully know it can't stand without me. (laughs) And then he runs back off, singing again. Mm. But the verses... I think it does get a bit more, I don't know, barricade-y song? Political song? Uh Uh-huh. Because the first bit was very like, and then this girl does this, and he he, and this woman mm. is doing this, and she's getting dressed, and I loved her for this long, and da 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 da. It was number number five, but mm-hmm. now he's like, there are prisons still remaining to which I intend to put an end, mm. and as well to all else pertaining. Wield your crutches, you fine old people, against the monarchies flaunting and flouncing. Like, it does get more like yeah, a slightly kid. more political. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, think, yeah <laughs> I feel like it, between the lines, I might be able to get something. <laughs> We did storm those palace gates, and Charles X, the king of France, lost his grip and came unstuck. Where you're like, where did this come from? <laughs> These verses are so unlike Mambo number five. <laughs> the guards' post show of force was not without result. The handcart was conquered, and the drunkard incarcerated. So they found <laughs> the sleeping man. Mm. They impound the cart, and then they try and blame hit like charge. The sleeping man as an accessory <laughs> to the crime? Oh my god. Gavrush's adventure. Preserved in Temple District Law. So it was prosecuted, so... Hmm. Yeah, Hugo must have been like, some funny stories here. I can make yeah. a thing out of this. Yeah. It's one of the most terrible memories of the old bourgeois residents of Marais. 
yeah, I guess all the yeah the people who was trying to sleep in that area who yeah they fully were like oh my god we are under attack yeah yeah fifteen minutes of like the military just shooting in your area is probably gonna be like oh my god we are actually under attack yeah they fully remember it as a nighttime attack on the guard post at the royal printing <laughs> works so it was full blown for everyone except for Gavroche who knows um one guy. Yeah. But I did that, don't you forget me, I was here. <laughs> yeah. And that's the end of that book of yeah. part four. I that's mean, like we... twenty minutes of episode. <laughs> but if we do want a new season, is it is is it only Jean Valjean now? Is there yeah. another book? <sighs> Jean Valjean until the end. Yeah. Then we should more fully unpack the things we've we've come across in these this last book. What book was it we've just been in? Uh, book four is uh the the it's a long one. It's like the eye of something that Idil Saint Martin or something like that. Everything else is like Fontaine, Cosette, Marius, the idol, the of Plumet Plumet idol. and the epic <laughs> yeah. of the Rue Saint Denis. Yeah, why is that one so long? And then the next one, so to look forward to, and I guess the next season, I'll let you break it into a season. Now. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Part five will be Jean Valjean. Well, I can see the names of each part because I've turned to the contents page. We we started with a few pages of history. Then Mm -hmm. we had Eponine, House and Rupert May, Young Gavroche, Slang. Oh my God, Slang was in this part. Ah, Enchantment and Despair. Where are they going? Fifth of June, nineteen eighteen thirty two. Corinth. Mary senses into darkness. Oh. Grandeurs of despair. Like, we've come some places. Is this... No, this isn't where we first met the boys, though. No, they're friends of the ABC. Mm. It's an interesting book because it's a lot of, like, setting up, but it hasn't felt as sloggy as everything else. <laughs> as a lot of other ones. Yeah, because it's, like, all establishing stuff, right? Like, it is very, like, part four of a five-part thing. It is the, like... Anyway, guys, we're here now. We're going to start the back, like, all of the things. Yeah, the final, like, tennis ball in the air kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm trying to think if, like, besides, like, if there was, like, a major theme or through line, but it was, like, let's get all the chess pieces on the board mm. for the final. It's been It's been a lot of him setting up how past revolutions have gone. Mm-hmm. And, like, we met the friends of the ABC, but this was the one where it was, like, and they're planning some stuff, right? That was yeah. in this one. Like, more about establishing their relationships. I was also thinking, not in it at all the same tone at all, uh-huh. when I was re-listening to the last episode, that, because we started this and I came into this kind of, like, untainted by Limis. <laughs> yeah. Or, like... I knew there was a fandom out there. I knew there was old men. I knew there was boys. Yeah. But like, I didn't feel any kind of way. Yeah. But because I let myself get loose in the fix a while back, uh-huh. now we're just like, I'm just like automatically being like, oh yeah, Kufarat Combefer's boyfriend. Mm. But I feel like they actually haven't interacted in a meaningful way yet. Mm. Like in a way that you're like, there's the ship. Yeah, that's Maybe they true. never do. Maybe it's just that they are Enjolas's, like, main lieutenants. Mm. But I was like, oh, I'm just taken for granted because I've been in the fix and I know this is a ship. Mm. Well, yeah, I think it's mostly the, like, the fact that they're the triumvirate and then Andras is doing other things and then Kufrat and Confer <laughs> are, like, the mom and dad of the barricade or the of the ABC, I guess. Mm-hmm. In that way, that's like, yeah, when everyone puts them in a high school AU, they are mom and dad who are in charge of all of the other kids kind of thing. But yeah, you're right. I mean, they don't have like, I don't think any of the characters really talk to (laughs) each other. They don't have good bants or anything. Not well, the the three boys having brunch. They had bants. They had bants. They had bants. Confer and yeah, I guess... I was like, but they have their podcast together. <laughs> I was like, wait. <laughs> wait. Uh, that was us. Um, I'm interested to see if before they actually die, if yeah. they do. Because, like, this isn't an indictment. Like, I have shipped things for less. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you're like, I just was automatically doing that 
once I knew they were a ship. Yeah. So yeah. that's like the automatic, not even really joke, but we're just like, oh, his boyfriend, oh, Cumberfair now has to be like, I guess I have to respect you, Marius, because you saved Kivrak. Mm. We're listening back. That was the first time where I'd been like, oh, I have been tainted by outside knowledge of the book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. I am not an impartial party here. <laughs> I've opened a page to Kufarek. Mm. Oh, we got a lot of permabuff. Yeah. I guess I'm now really going to have to prepare for all the deaths. He longs it out. I mean, I don't know. I I wonder what it did feel like reading this the first time, not knowing that Gavrosh is going to die, right? Like, But he, he, he is risking so much every time. Like, would I don't think that I... I don't know, but then as you said earlier, like, we're modern readers and we're a bit more like, oh, the child is in peril. Like, I wonder how much the reader at the time would have been on guard for, like, Gavroche to be just shot. Yeah. To be like, oh no, our best little boy's gone. Yeah. Surely they'd be the same way, like, even though, I, like, yeah, I kind of know it's gonna come. Mm. Well, I do know. I've seen the play. <laughs> I don't... But I know things have changed, so I... You know, he, like, runs into a guardsman who fully pulls his gun out, and he almost mm. got killed already, that you're like, maybe it's actually would have been lulling people into a false sense of, like, oh, but he's he's so good at slipping away from mm. death. Maybe he... And Marius is going to make sure he's okay, right? So, like, mm. maybe he'll be fine. Mm. Because I wonder as well, like, I, I think that Hugo did have to work quite hard to get an audience member to care about Gavroche. Like, again, not us, but to but to care about the gammon. Like, in all the ways that we had the slang thing, we had, like, all of the kind of, like, fun little episodes where Gavroche is taking care of his younger brothers. Even setting up before when Jean Valjean, like, stole from that one... Petit, Petit, Petit Gervais. Yeah, in the beginning, and like, you know, oh, that, that Jean Valjean feels so bad about it, and that surely does translate to uh, to reader. All these kind of ways of like trying to make an, a reader actually care about Gavroche. I don't know, maybe. Mm. Do, do you think that like in this period, because it is kind of like a tourism now where it's like, there's that thing, right, that people are like, oh, I, I know that a character is going to die as soon as they become my favourite character. Yeah. And it is because when, as a writer, like, it, like as a writer, especially in TV, they know that a character is going to die, and so they really have to up, up your empathy for that character yeah. before they die, <laughs> otherwise it kind of is meaningless, right? So in mm. that episode, you suddenly spend so much time with this character that you've actually not spent a lot of time with, and you're like, oh, I like this character now, and then they die, <laughs> because yeah. like that's just the, the formula that it goes. Like, I wonder I wonder how aware like a reader in, in this time would have been to that same thing of being like, oh, I really do like Gavroche, and he's, he's come out with quite a few good one-liners in the last couple of chapters. Can't spell anything good. <laughs> mm, yeah. Oh. I bet somewhere out there is someone's book club notes written in <laughs> the old mm, French. Yeah. What did you all think of your little blobos dying? <laughs> Tell me. It's kind of yeah. funny. There's There's been a, um, a poll going around on Tumblr right now, and it's like, who's your favourite character in... Les Mis. And um, there's someone I follow who finds it absolutely unbelievable that Gavroche hasn't won this poll to the point where they've gone and made their own poll where it's like <laughs> mostly just Gavroche. Um, but that was also interesting because more people thought of Javert as their favourite character than Jean Valjean. And I was like, who are you people? <laughs> um, Your people. <laughs> yeah, I'm like... I but mean, only if you are Jean Valjean. Yeah, right? Like... I don't know. A anyway, the yeah, it, it's it, he's a weird one, I guess. I guess it's like because I feel like there's a thing that you should be able to answer. But whenever mm. I get asked questions like this, I'm always like caveat, or mm. I want to like be like, well, if what you mean by favorite you mean is this, then I say this person. But if what you mean by favorite is this, like I never want to mm. just be like 
Unless it's like really clear to me and then I'm like, it's mm. drama, it's drama from the expense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. like, I would struggle with like, what's my favourite character? Because you're like, yeah, you're, I'm like, the most fun? Mm. Gavroche versus Javert fight. Mm. Whoever wins. Mm. I have the most fun when you're on screen. But like, the the bestest boy is Jean Valjean. Mm. But then I can see why people wouldn't say Jean Valjean because mm. even though we know doing the book, he like, we saw it today where <laughs> he he actually does go through it whenever it comes with, like he's mm. not some saintly man the same way that, you know, when we cast our minds back to when we were doing Bishop <laughs> Muriel yeah. and they were like, oh my God, this guy's so fun because you think, oh, it's the bishop and all we see of him in the play and the musical the same thing. Mm. The musical. Yes. I bought your soul for gold. Yeah. And that you're mm. like, wow, what a good religious figure. Yeah. That's not yeah. someone I can relate to. But then you actually know him and you're like, oh my yeah. god, this guy. Ah. Yeah. And that Jean Valjean's the same where we're like, oh, he's such a martyr. He'll always do the right thing. And like, he will. Mm. Mm. But he hasn't always. And yeah. we know he re- every time he does do good, he really is internally like, ah, I want this boy to die. <laughs> I will shoot him myself. But from the media that gets made out of it, mm. yeah, you're not like, wow, he's so fun to read. And if that is like what makes a favorite character, mm. then I could see why it wouldn't be him. True, true, true. But you just gotta remember how much he fucking hates Marius, and you're like, number one boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I could see that, but I wouldn't know how to answer on that same poll. Who did you say? Guess. Jean Valjean? Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 it, that is interesting, because you're right about the, like, you know, it's gonna be different depending on, like, yeah, different things, and but I think with Les Mis, gut-wise, like, I saw the question and was like, oh, no doubt about it, my favourite character mm. is Jean Valjean. And then you're right, like, I then think about it and I'm like, you know, after watching the film the first time in 2012, when I'd never watched Les Mis before and I didn't know who any of the characters were, I don't think that I would have said Jean Valjean mm. because he kind of is just there. <laughs> I mean, he has yeah. an interesting plot, but also, like, I, I didn't know who Hugh Jackman was, so I didn't know that Jean Valjean was the same person as the mayor, and then, like... Oh, my God! That, like, <laughs> I, 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 That's so good! Yeah, like, I genuinely <laughs> had no idea about that one. plot. Yeah. He did do a huge transformation. That is so much funnier, knowing that, like, <laughs> you didn't know that, because he, he really yeah. actually did something very dangerous to himself in doing that, that, like, mm. he shouldn't have done. Mm. That it was like wasted on a lot of people. Because <laughs> I was like, I was could like have been anyway, a person. <laughs> wonder what that was about. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, I genuinely was like, so what was that thing about that like guy at the beginning who's like in prison or something? Like, or like he was like a sailor or something? And they're like, that's Jean Valjean. Like, the, you know, and then he meets Chauvin. And I was like, oh, so that police officer at the beginning, that was the same guy who was like at the end who like killed himself. <laughs> My friends were like, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? How were you confused about that bit? That's not the confusing bit. And I was like, no, that really was the confusing bit. I had no idea what was happening. <laughs> oh my god. That's such an excellent insight. <laughs> <laughs> and now here we are. Now I'm like, you know, right or die. barely restraining myself from being mm. like, anyway, so at this particular time, he shouldn't actually be blah 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 blah. <laughs> yeah. Who 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 was winning the poll? Um, it's gotta have been Grantaire. Actually, this is really interesting. So so the option Grantaire isn't um one of the options. The options <sighs> are Jean Valjean, Fontaine, Cosette, Marius, Javert, Eponine, the Thenardiers, Andras, um, one of the other Laomese members specifying tags, one of the Patron Minette specifying tags, Bishop Muriel, other. So of those, who do you think is winning? Enjolas? Yes. By 23.2%. And then wow. next is... Another barricade boy? No. Oh. Mm. I know it's not the Tenardiers, because if you tell me it's the Tenardiers, <laughs> the show ends. Um, <laughs> uh, Eponine? No. Javert? Yeah. 
Eponine is a se- uh, sorry. Uh, Javert is a second favorite. Huh. is Grantaire not there? Because they knew he would <laughs> sweep. L- sweep, yeah. But then, but then next is so Javert at seventeen point four. Then Eponine and Jean Valjean are the same at thirteen percent. Mm-hmm. And then eleven point five percent is one of the other layer me. So I'm assuming oh, that's Grantaire. Like even even if your favorite character is Grantaire, you'd pick yeah. one of the other layer me. And then after that, it's Cosette, Fontaine, Marius, Bishop Muriel, other <gasps> Tenardiers. Okay, I'm glad they're there. Minute. Yeah. I can't believe Marius <laughs> beat out Bishop Muriel. <laughs> yeah, I Imagine. guess that one is the like the bias of the stage play. Yeah, where you'd be like Bishop fucking Muriel, who? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that that did surprise me because like. Not that not only did Javert beat Jean Valjean, Javert was the fandom's second favorite character. Mm. Wow, so fucking problematic, guys. (laughs) 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 Actually, I like I I correctly guessed Enjolras. Now I'm less surprised, like because. I'm so close. Once the last of the boys die, then I can read the fix again. Mm. Um, that's my pact for myself. Mm. It doesn't have to be the end of the book. Because mm-hmm. I'll stop caring. It's <laughs> <laughs> once the last boy dies. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I won't stop caring. <laughs> I hope I will, but it's going to be in me forever. Um, <laughs> like, Gavroche, Grantaire was the like. Meow, meow, meow. Sad mm. boy. A lot of fix was kind of centered on his feelings. Yeah. But not all of them. And more people kin on Jolas. Like, a lot of people mm. kin on Jolas. I'm mm. not saying everyone who voted that kins on Jolas. I'm not accusing any of you listeners of that. <laughs> mm. um, but I just have seen in the wilds, even before we had this podcast, I knew people who fully kinned on Jolas. So, like, mm. maybe that helps. I guess he's like a righteous boy. I, You're not wrong want... to him be, for him to be the favorite. Like he cares about mm. things really bad, and he dies for it. Mm. So I, I think that's part of it in the public facing poll, right? As well, like I mean, not that your vote like shows up in terms of like, oh, this user voted for X Y Z, but in the kind of like overarching, how does Tumblr feel about characters? Way I feel mm. like more people seeing the option Andras. And then seeing one of the other layer me, even if their favorite character was Grantaire, would probably be like, oh, politically, I should vote for Andra. Yeah. When you see something that vague, mm. like, oh, and this, the oh, the rest of the bench, mm. you usually are just drawn to like, oh, let me just put the name down. Mm. Yeah. Hell, can't wait for the discourse around how the Lamers fandom voted a cop for number two. <laughs> they're all bad. Well, you can buy my book in uh, in uh, a couple of months. <gasps> That's exciting. But isn't it a win that an old man came second? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Before we before Lamers started playing, there was an advert from the British government that started playing in the cinema, and. It was like all of these quotes that was like, "You're such an old man. Oh, uh, you can't do anything. You're so old. Oh, uh, it's so funny. You're just a- you're acting like an old person." And in a really serious voice, it was like, "Have you been the victim of ageism?" <laughs> oh my god! It is one of society's biggest. Te- um, I can't even remember how they phrase it. They-, they were basically like being like, um, "This is a form of discrimination that nobody cares about or hasn't cared about before." But you're actually a minority if you are the victim of ageism. So don't fucking do that anymore. And it was so funny to then go into Les Mis and be like, <laughs> the entire time I was like, when when people were being like mean to John Valchon, I was like, wow, they're being so ageist right now. <laughs> God, that sounds like they, they got the exact same team who were like, don't say gay. Yeah. Use other descriptors. Don't say that so gay. <laughs> adverts we used to get yeah yeah well you can write to to them and be like actually old man's a good thing in these circles he came <laughs> an old man came second in this poll hey um i think your your ageism ad um it doesn't appeal to the right people 
Let me tell you, I could write something right now that will blow some people out of the water. And you can uh, you imagine the like ageism ad that's just about like fanfic shippers who are really into old men and being like old men. Be more like Janet. <laughs> so is the poll ended? There's no time for old men to fill no, head, I guess. Six more days. Ah, well, I don't know Jean where Jean I sweet. my vote. Jean Valjean. Yeah, I guess I gotta vote for Jean Valjean. You don't have to. You can vote with your heart. You can vote for the the Bishop Muriel. But Bishop Muriel wasn't around long enough. Mm. Except for an RAU where he ne- he faked his death and he's still around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to monologue about how he fucking hates Marius. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Oh, Jean Valjean, if you, you and Javert could have just had... If you could have just slipped into that conversation before the end, the like, that fucking boy over your back stole my gun, <laughs> that piece of shit, and he never filled out his report. Like, oh my what god, could you know been? what else is egregious in the 2012 film? Marius just has two pistols. He just has them in a box. He doesn't get them from Javert. He just has <gasps> them. Unacceptable. With what money? <laughs> yeah, with what? With but what he get money? those. Hmm. Hmm. Whose pistols are those, huh? Tom Hooper? Huh? <laughs> they should be embossed with Javert on the handles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just to really throw viewers who are like, um, why is he getting gifts from Javert? Well, <laughs> 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 uh, it takes us one detail. They, that but... could have been the one change they made. Like, why, why did they re-show this in cinemas? My life could have been so much diff- more different if they, <laughs> in this AU where Tom Hooper gives Marius two guns embossed with Javert's name and his little doggy face on them, where I watched this and was like, weird ship, let's see what's all this about. <laughs> and then became the most insane Javert Marius shipper and then like did my PhD about how that works. Wow. There's an alternate universe me who out there who who that was their life. What could have been? If you can't all tell, we're uh, we've ended so that we can start the new season on a <laughs> <laughs> on a new book, which is why we're just letting ourselves pontificate, wonder what could have been, <laughs> really settle into our okay. But like, here's the premise of this: if if just like anyone wants to like pick this up and write this out. <laughs> Did they do anything about the colour grading? No, they didn't. At the beginning, I was, like, kind of hopeful. I was kind of like, oh, it doesn't seem as, like, yellow, blue, yellow, blue. But um, then I was like, oh, no, it was just because the beginning was filmed in natural lighting, so they couldn't really do much about it. (laughs) Could you remaster it again, but do it better this time? (laughs) Re-release it? (laughs) Yeah, literally. Is there some awards thing coming up? Like, I really felt like it was a, like them being like, mm. we want to be in it for your consideration. <laughs> but the Oscars have already been, so it's not that. Well, like, for what and why? I guess for the money. Season, for your but... money, Nemo. <laughs> yeah, literally it. just me. Who will come? It will be Nemo. And did they? They yeah. did it. Yeah, they did. So, anyway, thanks for listening to this long and rambling <laughs> episode. <laughs> What what season was this for us? This was season four. Oh, we're doing it in line with the books? Yes! <laughs> I can't read Roman numerals. They're the worst thing to do to my dyslexia, Nemo. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> That's well, I wouldn't why have I fought to... you on it so much if you'd explain that. <laughs> there is going to be a bit of chaos in the next... Couple mm, of months, think? couple of episodes. Because I don't know. I don't. I actually. I know that I haven't said out loud until you said it earlier this episode oh, that I'm going to be moving to Japan. So we're gonna. Yeah, I, we do record remotely, but we're gonna be doing some weird time zone recording soon. So what that'll do to the energy, nobody can tell. And also being apart from each other. <laughs> What that'll mm. do. It's um, going to be more manic. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> we'll be so happy to hear each other's voices. It's just going to be like, 
everyone will be dying. Um, mm. I won't be able to be as loud probably in the apartment that I'm going to be in, depending on what time it is. But we'll see what happens. When's that ever stopped me? <laughs> yeah, we still plan to hope to dream to have episodes come out on the 1st and the 15th of yeah. each month. <laughs> yeah, yeah. March, April, things probably won't come out as smoothly, but maybe they will, out of sadness and, and <laughs> ex- exhaustion. But um, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> More Japan AUs to come, I guess. Mm. Every time I see anything happening in Japan, I'm just like, anyway, Sean Sean. <laughs> Good, yeah, that's how we get through. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, thanks for listening to this season. Thanks for listening mm. to this episode. Give us a review. Give us a rating. Go like Jade. See see you next time, Space Cowboy. Yeah, thanks for another season, lads. <laughs> Buckle in for the final... Uh, how many pages? Count them down so you can be like, the final countdown. 253 pages to go. Oh, that's not a lot. That's really not a lot. Yeah. I mean, that's like a small size book that if we just were reading it for ourselves, we'd smash (laughs) out in like a day or two.